I'm not jumping on this immediately. Like I'm not, you know, but I will because I like this and I'm going to give more time and effort to this person because it's reciprocated. So what, what I was experiencing is like, you know, I'm not like super excited as if I was before where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just want to spend all the time with this person and this and that. No, but because I'm giving myself so much time and I'm already happy and whole by myself, that person is just coming in and adding to that happiness. Mm-hmm. And I finally realized like I was doing something right. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is what a healthy relationship is supposed to be like healthy dating. And this is what I'm supposed to be experiencing. Not so much like, oh, I need to be, or I need to do this, I need to do that. Um, no, but I have my time. And then when I'm done and ready, I can go have that time, you know? Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun, radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. You are listening to the Get Up Girl podcast. I'm your gal, Joanna Vargas. And today I am with Ashley Ramos. She is a special education teacher, educator, and she has this great picture behind her. If you can't see right now, watching uh, the video reminder, we do go live and we have a video with all my interviews. So you can always go to my Facebook page or Instagram if you're listening to this. But as I'm looking at her, she has this, uh, what is it? Rosie the Riveter, but it's in Spanish. And it's yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, thank you for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you. Now, in case nobody knows, we are re-recording this. And better, how can we have an even juicier conversation? Like, I'm just going with the flow, and I wonder how it can be different. Thanks for being here, hun. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. I'm always uh, appreciative that I get to talk with you and chat and catch up. I'm glad you're back. Mm. Well, okay. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple things that we talked about before. And yeah. one of the, one of the big aspects that I do want to bring up is your ability, Ashley, to transform and to change your life. And it may sound a little cliche, but from, you know, mind, body, and spirit. And right. you physically transformed your body starting like at the beginning of the pandemic, right? right. So, if you feel comfortable, you know, how much weight have you lost? What did you weigh before? Because mm-hmm. um, I noticed that the pounds can be a little bit um, daunting for women. Yeah. And maybe I'm just speaking for myself to talk about. We don't really talk about the number. Mm-hmm. It's also like money, too. We don't talk about the number. But where were you and where you are now? So uh, the beginning of the pandemic, I weighed uh, 168. Now, I'm five feet. So the shorter you are, the more curvy you're gonna look <laughs> and, now you seem taller you know <laughs> yeah your energy. And, uh, 
So yeah, I started at 168. Um, I really got into diet and exercise like religiously in August and then I dropped 22 pounds. So I went down, um, well, actually more than that. I went down from 168 to 142. And then I started gaining um, more muscle. I noticed I would go to uh, the nutrition shop and get the whole body mass kind of scale. And I noticed that the muscle mass was more, but then I was gaining weight. So I've been at a 152 for a good three, four months. Um, so it's been good. But at the same time, you know, you, you look at the difference of how your clothes fit and then the number kind of like goes away. You don't yeah. worry too much about it. So currently, you're more on how you feel, how the clothes are fitting on you. Yeah. yeah. And who are you being now, Ashley, compared to who you were being before? And Because I don't really want to talk about the doing. Yes, yeah. we're going to talk about that. But let's start with who are you being? I am being myself. I'm physically feeling myself again and who I'm supposed to be. I feel like I... I am doing what is right and not what other people want me to be like. I'm choosing the clothes that I feel comfortable in as opposed to a trend or something else, you know, like having myself influenced by others. Um, but I feel like more whole as a person because I'm giving more me time for myself. Ashley, where do you think you learned that of, um, Wearing clothes for others, dressing for others, um, doing, being for others. Mm -hmm. How old were you? Where can you bring that back to? Well, unfortunately, in my past, I've had a hard, um, uh, I had to face a lot of different types of abuse in a long-term relationship um, slash marriage. And I was in this situation of my life where I didn't have any choices. Um, and a lot of things were just given to me and chose for me. And one of those things, unfortunately was clothes. Uh, you have to look a certain way, appear a certain way. Um, and I think I always try and remember, you know, now I am so fortunate to choose what I would like to have. I should always choose what I want to wear. I should always choose the clothing, the store, you know, um, I think that was very important for me because I, I'm in control. Um, I am the person that I'm going to be and nobody is going to influence me or tell me that I'm not supposed to be doing this. And that's something that I feel it's came from. Yeah. Ashley, before the marriage or that relationship, mm -hmm. were you already choosing for others? Or was that the pivotal moment or person that had you start to change? I feel that those were moments that I decided I need to do something about this. This is like catching the red flags as you're involved in the situation, right? Um, now that I'm out of a very um, emotionally, physically, uh, abusive relationship where it felt like an ownership. Now that I'm out of that, I notice a lot more things, red flags or certain habits or characteristics that you try and fall out of because you're not in anymore. So one thing that I did is I redid my whole entire wardrobe 
and losing the weight last year made it even more of a push to get rid of everything that connected to that past, not to, not to acknowledge it or push it away, but more so to say, I'm moving forward and this is no longer part of my life. This is not long, this is no longer part of my journey, right? I don't need to keep those things. I like that. Mm -hmm. As you're speaking, I'm thinking about my wardrobe Mm -hmm. because I do. I, and I will give thanks for certain clothes. Like, thank you for what you did for me or whatever it is and like move on. But it's time to start anew. How old were you when you got into that relationship? I was 22. I was 22 and I got out at 29. Yeah. So about, it's still uh, three years ago. And before that, did you have many relationships, partners before you were 22? Um, No, not really. I think I had like two boyfriends. Yeah, I had two boyfriends before that. Nothing really serious. Nothing, um, nothing like an adult relationship, right? Like a mature adult relationship, nothing like that. Um, But yeah, I would date and that was it. I was so independent. I was so like, I don't want you to get in a relationship. It's going to take a lot for me. Um, even more so now, you know? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Contrast. Yeah. Because Ashley, this so intrigues me because, you know, at, in my 40s, going back onto the apps and dating, and it's yes. just a whole new ball game and a whole new season and chapter in my life. I learned a lot by speaking to other men who did get into relationships very young. And I, it, I'm just so interested. It's like, you know, everybody has their interests. Mine is human behavior. And I'm just so curious and intrigued. So my question to you is, at 22, when you got into that relationship, what what was it? Was there something that that you were like, I want this, I want to get married? What? Because if you were so kind of independent, like you said before, I wonder what that was. For you. Yeah. It it was the way that he courted me. It was the way that that I was, you know, feeling like, wow, he's actually really going out of his way to plan things, to involve me in his life, to to say, you know what, this is what we're gonna do together. It was like that real like I really felt like I was gonna be connected with this person and have a very good intimate relationship both mentally, physically, and emotionally. And he was showing me all of these amazing qualities that he had and characteristics and we had fun and travel. And, you know, it was just showing, giving that attention to me, you know, was really nice. Um, But more so like going out above and beyond doing a little bit extra, right. Um, Getting to know my family, getting to know my friends and, doing little surprises and, you know, kind of like being that person who, who, um, is very thoughtful. Yeah. I, that's definitely what, what got me. <laughs> did that change or did that continue and new things just were added to the relationship? It, it dissolved within years, like less and less and less. And, you know, it, it could be equal, equal on, on, on both sides you know, at, at times. And I just feel that more, more time was prioritized to other people, other things, 
and less on me. And that's what why I say it turned into an ownership. It turned into not a relationship anymore. And it was dark and it was very unknowingly like abusive in the way for, for both of us, for both of us. But um, yeah, it was, it was a challenge to, to find a way out. It was very challenging because I had a lot of different obligations to, to that person and to his family. Um, but sorry, <laughs> you know, but it was, you know, it did, it dwindled, you know, it dwindled and got to a point where I didn't feel, I felt very numb. And I know we talk about like feeling numb and it's just more so like, having a person next to you and still feeling lonely and going to sleep. I don't know if that's a, if anybody has experienced that, you know, it's very, it's very hard, but also, you know, feeling like you're, you're not a woman or beautiful or just, you know, I noticed my hair was getting lost. I know I was getting bald spots on my eyebrows and my my body was physically saying things to me that I thought, why is this happening? These were all messages. These were all, you know, um, notifications from myself. Like you got to go. Yeah. And anybody who's listening to this, even if they don't resonate, um, right. and I'm sure most do, but if they don't, they're in like, you know, just a wonderful relationship. You can parallel this to something else in your life where it's like something creeps in. So mm-hmm. my question to you, Ashley, is when did you know it was over? Like how far in? Because you said from 22 to 29. I'm always curious. Like how old were you when you know, okay, this is it, but I'm still in it. There, Yeah, there was a light bulb. Um, he had got arrested on Christmas. And it was this feeling of if this was my sister, this was my friend, what would I tell her? Mm. Right? When is enough is enough? And for me, I was like, that's it. This is, this is done. It's officially because we, before that, before that happened, we did try couples counseling, going to a therapist. Um, and sure enough, within two weeks, and I had this, you know, you know, you know, you have that intuition within two weeks, it happened. And the next morning I moved out, you know, in an hour and a half. Mm. And that, that's when I knew. This is not going to be healthy. This is, this is my way out. And if I want to be in charge of my happiness and my life again, this is what I got to do. And I did it. And it's the best choice that I made for myself. Yeah. Ashley, from that moment, you said when you moved out hour and a half, mm-hmm. when before did you know, or did the red flag start coming in the little notifications you said, cause I'm curious, was it six months, a couple of years? It was, it was over years. It was over years. It was, uh, forms of, um, different types of, you know, uh, verbal abuse, uh, physical abuse and, and it involved alcoholism. It involved, you know, just not knowing how to communicate. And it was really, really, um, got intensified as the years and months went on more so the last two years I would say mm-hmm. um you know it's it's difficult when you're in a position 
because you get married and you feel like things are going to go away and things are going to get better and you have this like hope in your in your life but okay if I do this I'm going to show this person the commitment and I'm going to show this person that you know it's going to be better and things will change and it didn't it got worse you know and it's a it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to experience but as I I, as I uh, discuss the situation to others and they they are surprised because I went through something like this for eight years, um, the more I find out I'm not the only one. And it's happened to people, someone that, you know, I'm seeing right now. And it's just like, wow, it's, you know, you don't think that you're going to relate with anybody. And then when you find someone that you relate with, you get it. <laughs> I guess. That's why it intrigues me, Ashley. I'm like, we're yeah. not having these conversations and most of us are going through it. And, and yeah. everyone's like, la, 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 and life is wonderful. And the yeah. white picket I could, I, Yeah, I could definitely say that sharing this has helped people get their own light bulb. Definitely. And I do, I'm always open to talking about it one-on-one. I'm always open to sharing my experiences and my stories and my friends know. And, you know, they just... It's to share, to let them understand the red flags, to let them see their own red flags. You know, the older we get, the more we understand what toxicity is and, you know, not to be around it. And like, what is that? No, I'm not supposed to be doing this. (laughs) Like, yeah, we identify it a lot easier as we get older. Yeah. If anybody's listening, they're like, well, they resonate maybe a little bit differently. I resonate. I just wasn't married, you know, yeah. but I understand being yeah. in something and you just, you really think it's going to change you. Yeah. And as I look back, you know, I'm, I'm in my journey and I'm in my rearview mirror and I'm looking and just going, okay, that was interesting, Joanna. What was that? And so for myself, cause I'd love to hear from you, Ashley, for me, what it was is that I thought that was the best I was worth. So mm. I thought it was pretty good. The C plus relationship was like, it's pretty good because, well, I'm, I'm okay looking. I'm not the smartest, whatever the story is. Right. And anybody from the outside that would tell me different, it didn't matter. And I talked to other fathers and people will ask me for, you know, what I think their advice on their daughters. And I'll say, look, your daughter just wants a hug. She wants to feel beautiful. She wants to feel seen. I mean, as we all, but I can resonate with women. And the fathers that I talked to are like, but she's so gorgeous. She's so beautiful. I go, it doesn't matter what you see. It's what she sees. And I'm like, you got to get that since we were born, we were fed information of what beauty is, of what being a princess and a queen is all about. We wear tiaras for our birthdays. So it's a record playing over and over. You've all heard a record when it's like skipping. Well, imagine for your whole life, it just skips and skips and skips. And I think everybody's record is a little bit different. Mine was, you know, are you pretty? How pretty are you? Do you walk in a room and there's everybody like, oh, it wasn't on how smart I was. It was like, how cute you are. And I was fighting the attention with my sister. So I put that in Ashley really deep. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I got attention from men, I was like, well, this is it. I'll take it. And until I had the contrast. Like you said, until you're out and you're like, oh, I could see it now. I'm out. I'm a little bit older. 
I'm like, I can have the contrast now. What was it for you? I, I record playing. Yeah, I think for I think my record that was playing was, um, you know, this person is going extra and you deserve this. Like this person is maybe not <laughs> your first because, <laughs> you know, like it wasn't your first choice, but, you know, he's pretty, uh, you know, um, responsible. But it was because he was a dad and, um, you know, he's a dad. And I was just like, wow, this person is like has these amazing qualities of being a father that I look for in a man, the type of man that that person is going to be as a father figure, as a father to his kids. And like when I see that, that's what that's what really attracts me is this this um kind of. uh it's hard to explain because you have to see it. You have to witness how they are with kids, right? You have to see that, like, what is important to them, putting them to sleep, you know, blessing them before they go to bed or just certain things. Like, you, you see that and you're like, I've never seen this before. And it was not necessarily a record playing, but it was more like, this is what's different, you know? And it was my first person where I was like, okay, that I will I will give up my free I will give up being single because I I'm buying this I'm buying all of this yeah okay Ashley I wonder I just had a ping in my mind yeah, yeah. is it similar to like I won the lottery or I got my Prince Charming like what is it similar to it's probably like gosh it's that feeling that you know that there's still good in the world where it's like you see that young guy crossing the, the senior citizen across the street, or you see that guy like pausing on the road, like taking, you know, moving on the side of the road because someone has a hole in their tire or something like that. Like, it, it's just that, that, that feeling that like worldly connection. I don't know how to really like, I probably could be describe it better, but it's just that, you know, oh, you're selfless in this sense. Totally get what you're saying, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. And now as I'm older, and it's such a cliche, mm -hmm. no, as I'm older, but I get it. You know, when I was in my yeah. 20s, people would say that. I hated it. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. But it, it's so true, at least for myself. It rings true <laughs> for me. But what what is different for me now, Ashley? It's like a piece of the puzzle. Before, when I liked a value, it was everything. So let's say, like you said, like, I like, you like that value. I love that value too. But the difference I see for me is like, it's a piece mm -hmm. of the person. Mm -hmm. And before I would just, I would sum up my partner on the first date. I know this person or I'd sum them up in six months. Yeah. And now I see it like I'm putting a puzzle together and I'm like, Ooh, that's interesting. Every time I learn something new, I'm putting this puzzle together without knowing what it's going to look like, Ashley. Yeah, I was younger. Yeah, I already assumed what the puzzle looked like yeah. because when you put a puzzle together, you and if everybody remembers or yeah. any puzzle lovers out there, you put the picture of the puzzle up, right? And then you look yeah. at the puzzle, and then you you put the pieces down as you're looking at the picture. Imagine yeah. putting a five thousand piece puzzle together without knowing what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And not freaking out about it, like being curious, like, oh, I wonder what this puzzle is going to look like. Yeah. That's the difference 
me now with a partner where before I was like, I need to know exactly what the puzzle looks like because I need to plan my future. And I'm going, Joanna, I'm in the halftime of my life right now. I'm halftime. And I'm trying to plan the victory party, right? Ashley's laughing, right? I'm like, I'm already, um, uh, you know, when you play the Super Bowl and they already have the hats made that say champions, they already have the champagne ready. They have everything ready to win. And I'm like, what if I'm just in halftime and whoever wins the game is whoever wins the game? Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens. So saying that, were you are, did you put all that one big value? It was like the whole pie of this person. And then you created these expectations for yourself. You know, I never was like that person that thought ahead. I was never like this. I, I was talking about this the other day about, when people would do this five-year plan and they're like, oh yeah, with this guy that I'm dating, we're going <laughs> to date, we're going to get engaged, we're going to get married, we're going to get a house, we're going to have kids. Like every year was something. And I couldn't believe that people plan like that. And then I thought I was weird because I didn't plan like that. No, it definitely took me three proposals from the same person to, to finally say yes. Because yeah, I was not thinking ahead, I was just like, well, this might be able to work out or this can, you know, somehow, I don't know, kind of just go with it. Um, but no, I, I, I laugh because I'm just like, was I weird that I didn't do things like that? Was that, I think it was just more so I was, I had plans for myself before getting committed. Like I wanted to get my master's all these things before I was committed. I could not be married if I didn't do this before I got into relationships seriously like that because I wanted to rely on myself. And my thing with my mom always teaching me, you need to rely on yourself, nobody else, you know, make sure your education comes first. And I, that whole thing, you know, thankfully I did it because I was never financially dependent on anybody, you know? And but yeah, going back to that that timeline, it was more so like, well, what am I going to do before I can think about that puzzle? And then when the puzzle started doing, it was like, well, my struggle was, where are the pieces that kind of go together? <laughs> I want to protect that. I want a refund. I want a refund, Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Toys R Us. All right. But I, I love how you said that because, yeah. uh, oh, I, I had like a question. I totally lost it, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, let's go into this. I okay. learned this the other, eh, a couple months ago, Ashley, and it, it, it made me think about it right now. I always thought of the word commitment or the energy of commitment mm-hmm. automatically met to another person. And then you kind of leave yourself, so to speak. And I think that's why we're afraid to commit. You know, let's say uh, you don't want to join a group, like an annual group, because you're like, oh, I got to commit for a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're like, can I do month to month? You know, it's that energy now where I think more the younger generations, correct me if I'm wrong, or, you know, they're not into commitment as like our parents' generation. It was more like, you know, you commit and you're in. And so now I see it, Ashley, as am I committed to myself rather than committed to another person? And so I always now I, I've changed the energy of the word for me. Yeah. So even if I go into these new relationships or this new relationship, I'm like, I'm committed to me. I'm yeah. so committed to me. And when I'm committed to me, I will be 
committed to us, to the yeah. we, right? So, and I, I love that. I'm going to share stuff after you're done, but I love that you said that. I'm done. Go for it. Okay. What do you about that? So I feel the same way about that word commitment because commitment, yes, you think of it as another person and then you're committing yourself to someone else. Um, but, uh, okay. So <laughs> new information. So <laughs> I recently became exclusive with somebody and it was very hard for me to feel like, oh, I can do this. I can totally do this. And like, not convince myself, but more so like, I'm not jumping on this immediately. Like I'm not, you know, but I will because I like this and I'm going to give more time and effort to this person because it's reciprocated. So what, what I was experiencing is like, you know, I'm not like super excited as if I was before where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just want to spend all the time with this person and this and that. No, but because I'm giving myself so much time and I'm already happy and whole by myself, that person is just coming in and adding to that happiness. Adding. And I finally realized like I was doing something right. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is what a healthy relationship is supposed to be like healthy dating. And this is what I'm supposed to be experiencing. Not so much like, Oh, I need to be, or I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, no, but I have my time. And then when I'm done and ready, I can go have that time, you know, with him. Such a light bulb. Yes, Ashley. I hope everybody listening. Yes. I love how you said this person adds to your life. Yeah. You're a contribution. That's yeah. what I'm like. I want a contribution to my life. Not yeah. I am half and you are half. No, yeah. I'm a hundred. You're a hundred. When we yeah. come together, we are 200. Yeah. We come together and we're 100. I'm a contribution to you. Your contribution to me and my new relationship. I said, as soon as you feel like it's not that anymore, let me know. Yeah. And we can reconvene or take another yeah. step. But I, I'm, I put it out there. It's almost like if you feel red flags, let me know soon. Because yeah. yeah. I never want to feel, I don't, I choose not to feel like it's diminishing yeah. and it's not a contribution anymore. We're not creating. Right. No, no, no. And it feels like right now, like you're creating. Yeah. This person comes in and then you create more rather than, yeah. no, I need you to create. I need you to feel something. I need to, um, F I L L, fill, not feel, but fill my life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that I can feel better, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that I was like, this is very different. Yeah, it's different. Like, ooh, it's so adult. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you know, for, for the, so like, what I love is like, I'm usually the planner. I'm usually the surpriser, right? I'm never the surprisey or, you know, I never just show up to things and like enjoy it because I always have a participation or I have a, you know, I have to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> so with him, I'm like, wow, I just really show up and this is great. I could just enjoy it. And, you know, you're planning and it's just like, wow, but we share similar qualities. And I think that's where it's like, okay, um, I'm going to tell you like, it's my turn to do this or like, you know, take turns and things like that. Yeah. Um, but wow, it's definitely a really nice feeling to like feel what it's like to be with me. 
<laughs> and Ashley, I'm going to throw this in there. Yeah. You contribute to uh, to this person by receiving it, by enjoying it. Yeah. This person's like, oh, and then you feel they feel good, right? Like that's how I see it. Yeah. So yeah, like with my boyfriend, when I just love it and receive it, and I'm like, ooh, thank you. He feels like king of the world, right? Yeah. So he's yeah. contributing to me by gifting me something and I'm contributing to him by like loving it and going, Oh my God, thank you. And just, mm, like just wrapping myself in it. Yeah. And so it's like, yes, we're both, we both receive what, what we need at that moment. It's really cool. And so Joanna, I want to know this because when we started uh, doing these dates, you know, and I, I released that feeling of control, like let him plan. Yes. Okay let him plan and then okay going into the state I'm like just assume and then I would have like kind of like my plan B bag and <laughs> like in this oh yeah I have a picnic bag I got some snacks I got this like you know kind of like secretly I'm gonna bring this just in case yeah. and <laughs> and then I show up and I'm like oh you got it oh you got that oh okay you surprised me you impressed me that feeling was like okay wow I could finally feel like I don't need to do that plan b you know because I've always been in the situation of like oh I didn't think of that or I didn't oh you need reservation oh you need you know what (laughs) (laughs) oh that's sexy and hot sexy yeah you had plan b oh cool I just show up I love it Oh, shout out to everybody that does. Oh, well, yes. well, yeah. Thank you for yes. being such a contribution to our lives. Like, thank you, mm. thank you, thank you. And being able to receive it. Yeah. Like, being treated like that queen, like the real, real. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. To everybody out there listening. Yeah. And if you're like, well, how do I create that? So mm. I want to end on this. What's yeah. the biggest tip, trick, tool that you're using right now? to help you get back up, Ashley, to all these things that we talked about, how you left the marriage, how you're able to release control of the plan B's. Like, what are the big things that are helping you get there? Okay. So uh, as far as we're talking about relationships and dating, it's like been a really hard thing for me to like be open and tell someone like, you know, I really like you and I'm going to give the effort towards you. That's been really hard for me because the minute I feel like that, I'm like, well, how's he going to mess this up? What's he going to do to me? And that's kind of like our, our hard, you know, like in the back of our head, it's always there. And like, I don't want it to be there, but it's just because we've been through these experiences. You're like, okay, how are Mama. you going to do that? Yeah. Okay. Right? Yep. So it was really hard for me to even just like be open about my emotions. And like, I'm still kind of a little closed off, just not unveiling so much so quickly you know like you kind of get excited you crush on them and you're like oh you jump into it and moving slow and taking my time in this relationship has made it so successful but like it's just um (laughs) it's just like it's so organic like when you get into this thing where it's like, you know, if you're ready and I'm reciprocating, you're reciprocating and it's happening. It's just timing. It's like, 
I'm at a place where I love how I'm feeling and I am at the place that I do want to be and I want to be even better. Mm-hmm. And like that person just makes me feel like, you know what? Yeah. I kind of like, there's someone that's going to teach me something, but at the same time, like be there for me to celebrate successes. Yeah. Not be jealous, not feel like you can't do that, but you know, a, a true uh, supporter and cheerleader in my life. And like, yeah, you know, and, and I feel just those little things when you, because we're all about signs, right? We always want the good signs. We always want like, well, this is happening for a reason <laughs> or, you know, like I always felt that if it was harder to get together and meet up or, you know, date or like things were coming in my way, it's just like, you know what, this is not your, this is not for you, mm-hmm. you know, or this person wanted to invest a certain amount of time and didn't like, you know, that's okay. Release it. It's totally fine. You know, it wasn't for you. Um, but when it is for you and like, you know, like this is what's happening and it's, you know, it's just all falls into place. You know, it's have to be patient, but at the same time, like, yeah, if you want something done, try and be open about it and do it, even if it's really hard. And like the situation that I'm in, it's just like, we both have experiences of very similar things. Mm -hmm. So for us to do it together and say things together, it's like, I know how difficult it is and he knows how difficult it is. And so just being gracious and taking time is just like, it's, it's good, you know? And if they're understanding and they're there and that's supposed to be for you, they're going to, they're going to let, they're going to just, it's going to be organic and it's going to be really nice. You know, you're going to appreciate that more. Thank you, Ashley, for spending this time. And thank you for the reminder of like contributions in our life, releasing the control and the red flags, the little notifications. Like I, mm-hmm. I really, I really know a lot of people resonated with this because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I was bobbing my head the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing that and for sharing it with others. Like you said, yeah. so many are going, Oh, I feel that too. And if we keep having more of these conversations, we don't have to live in the closet. We don't have mm-hmm. to live in shame and, mm-hmm. and live with two five, 10 years of staying in relationships that are not contributing to us. Romantic business relationship, friend relationships, anything Mm -hmm. just fill in the blank and choosing for us and being committed to us. Yeah. Yeah. What what a great conversation. Thank Thank you, Ashley. I appreciate and adore you. I'm so proud of your journey and just watching you. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Thank you, Joetta. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And I hope this was a great contribution to you. Incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Remember to get back up. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.